Today's podcast is presented to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you're going to get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And also, if you... Uh, do go and sign up then you know make sure you tell them you heard about it through us in the uh application thanks Welcome to All Cats Are Gray in the Dark. I'm your host, April Simmons. This podcast contains true cases of graphic violent crimes and other stories of a dark nature. Please be advised that due to the subject matter and violent, sometimes sexual content and obscene language, this podcast is not for children or the faint of heart. Come in! Uh, but it's, yeah, I mean, I felt like I took care of myself mostly. I don't know how to explain it. It's just, yeah, they were just not, I don't think they ever, I'm in fact, I'm pretty sure mom said this to me before that they never intended to have children. Yeah. They didn't want children period. And then they had, they both came from huge fucked up families. I don't blame them. Like, you know, like I get it. They well, just, then why didn't they take the precautions necessary to not have right, children? Right. Uh, but whatever. I guess that makes me sound ungrateful. Like, but it's true. Yeah. Like, don't want kids. Don't have them because you're gonna fuck yeah. them up even worse. One of, one of one of the other occasions, actually, I, I have a the story for mom being shitty. One of the few times I remember her just being directly shitty. But one of the things dad did one time was just abruptly get mad at us i don't think we had even done anything wrong he just got home one day was just pissed that the carport was dirty which absolutely none of us had none of it had to do with me or you no it didn't i think the most that was there was like our bicycles might have been parked under the carport even then i think he made us park that where the horse shed was like i don't even think we were allowed to put our bikes in the carport but he got so pissed off at us that he shoved us outside and locked the door, said we couldn't come back in until the carport was spotless. We're talking oil stains, tools laying everywhere, fishing poles tangled, lures on the ground, dog shit. No, actually, I don't know that there was any dog shit. But, you know, like, that's what we're talking about a carport that doesn't have a car parked in it, right? It can't. So imagine some of the worst-looking carports, and that's probably what this one looked like. Yes, but here's where... The story diverges from an abuse story to where I, at this point, was like, hell no, I'm not fucking cleaning this shit. Also to know, it was in the middle of February, I had no shoes on. So what we did... Or jacket. Yeah, what we did was I grabbed you and we walked to go towards the neighbor's house to use a phone to call somebody. I was, just, I was ready to call the fucking cops on their ass. I was like, this is fucking stupid. You know? Or at yeah, because least- I had to have been at least like eight or so, meaning you were probably 16 at that point. I know I was... You are yeah, past was, the age of dealing with the bullshit. Yes. And I was. I And I got my ass beat a lot because I smarted back to him because I got sick of it. Like, I got to the point where I knew when he was in a certain mood, he was going to hit me regardless of what I said or did. And so I just fucking got attitude. You know what I mean? Like I just got to that point in my teenage years where I was just like, fuck you. If you touch me again, I'm calling the fucking cops. You know, like I, I literally said that kind of shit to him at the end. I was yeah. just like, if you touch me, I'm calling the fucking cops. You know, like I seriously told him that. And he's like, and then you'll end up six feet under. Uh, So that's what he, that was his response to that. Yeah. Um, But in this particular case, I'm like, fuck this. Nobody is going to take a look at us in this situation and turn us out. So I was like planning on going to our cousin's house down the road. We started walking. 
in February. It's not that far. It's like maybe a half, what, half mile, if even yeah. that. Um, so we started out walking, uh, but they saw us walking down the road and realized that we were about to tattle on their asses and basically came and got us in the car and made us get in. Yeah. He did end up making us clean it, but not that day. Yeah. They let us back in the house because they were afraid that if they left us back outside, I was going to go call somebody. Yeah. And that they their asses would have gotten in trouble. And it's true. They would have. Yeah. Well, and like, so that, that always reminds me of the time that we missed the bus. I think it was like your senior year, yeah. junior or senior year. We missed the bus and mom flipped her shit because she was going to have to take us to the school, which is literally on her way to work. We're talking like a three minute detour to turn one road. That's like, it was a circle at the time. It's not yeah. anymore, but it was literally dump us out the door, turn around and go to work. Like that's it. Yeah. We weren't li- going to be late for school. We just were late for the bus. Yeah. She flipped her shit. And I think she told us to start walking that we yeah. have to walk yeah. to school. Yeah. She said we were going to have to walk in it. I believe it was like, six and a half miles somewhere in the because i think i even looked it up at some point because i was like i'm curious how far that is yeah and it was like a six mile six miles or something yeah but she just kept yelling at us and so you're like all right i'm walking and i think i ended up getting in the car but you were just walking you're like fuck you you told me to walk i'm gonna walk i'm not getting in the fucking car yeah no i was i was fed up with her at that point too i was like you know, yeah, I think I walked with you to the corner and then she picked me up and you wouldn't, wouldn't get in the oh, car and then she, Yeah, and then she went back home and got a belt. Yeah. And then she chased me right in front of Shelly's house with a belt beating me on the legs to get in the car. Yeah. She was just steadily smacking my legs with a belt going down the road. Um, I don't know if she even remembers that at this point, but you know. They never do. Uh, yeah, they never do. But, so that's one about mom. And there's also, I guess, I, I don't want to go into great detail, but she slapped me for saying, basically she said that I was going to come home every weekend from college, despite the fact that I was working part-time. Um, and she, I was gonna supposed to come home every weekend. She didn't say what for, but I'm assuming so that I could keep doing everything for them. Because yeah. I was the one that did the cleaning, laundry. You did laundry the dishes. You washed me. Yeah. So I was just like, no. I basically flat out told her, no, I'm not coming home every weekend. And she slapped me in the face over it. Yeah. Um, so that's one, uh, another one on mom. We were trying not to go into mom, but it happened. Um, yeah. There's also, uh, you know, the fact that dad had a gambling addiction for a while yeah. there. Uh, he still does. He just doesn't do it as often. He goes on binges with that. Um, yeah. He we About two hours from here, there's a casino town. And he loved to go and play poker and shit. Um, but he basically stole... I had a bank account that was in my name. But I was... Because I was working and saving up for a car in college. Um... And I was solely putting pretty much most of my money into the bank account to save for that. And, but my mom had to have her name on it because I was underage. He basically, not exactly at gunpoint, but he made, he took her to the bank and made her withdraw my entire savings that I'd been saving for like two years. Um, Which it wasn't a whole lot of money. It was a couple of thousand. Because let's face it, I was working minimum wage, you know. Um, Not to mention still feeding me while yeah. doing it. Um, and so he took it all out in one withdrawal and went to Tunica and blew it in one night. And then I did not, mom or him, neither one brought it up. I only found out when I got my bank statement like a month later. So from then on, I stopped putting my money in the bank and I started hiding it. Yeah. Um, and that was probably the only way I was able to get out because I wouldn't have had the money to get a car. Yeah. I mean, and even I, then, he convinced you to buy a piece of crap too. 
Yeah. The sunbird or whatever. Yes, God. Pontiac Sunbird, never again. Uh, that was the worst car ever. <laughs> but I thought I was so cool driving that Sunbird. But yeah, so not only have neither of them been super supportive, because let's face it, the money that they give us, we've had to pay it back to them or give them some sort of service as the reason why we have the money. Like I used to clean dads while I was pregnant because one, nobody would hire me because I was pregnant. And two, I need, I wanted money to buy baby things. Uh, Cause I was young. I was only 19 when I had Nancy. Um, obviously I had dropped out of high school. I got my GED before even my graduation date, but I wasn't pursuing college at the time was pregnant. So I would come over once a week to clean his house and he would pay me like, you know, 50 bucks or 20 bucks or 40 bucks, depending on what mood he was in. Um, yep. And I would, I would use that money and go to Walmart and I would stock up on items for babies because realistically I was 19 fucking years old. I wasn't in touch with mom very much at the time. Um, I, I wasn't really going to have a baby shower. What? My friends are all the same age as me. They ain't got money. You know, I mean, I still had a baby shower, but we're not talking like every item you needed coming from other people. So I saved up this money or bought something off of my list. Like I need a bassinet or I need this or I need, I'm going to stock up on wipes. I'll buy one pack of wipes every week. You know, like, yeah, like I just, you know, that's all I did. But that was the only reason I got to keep that money with because I was literally cleaning his house for it with mom. She's never given me money that I have I haven't had to pay back. Even when we stopped talking this last time, she literally sent me a goddamn itemized bill of every bit of money I borrowed from her over the past few years down to she paid for some medicine for Nancy when she was sick one time. So we're talking $30 for some cough syrup. The bitch had listed that too. Um and I don't and I I don't even really mean it as like the bitch. That's just how I'm describing the situation. Although I would say she's a bit of a bitch. Sorry. Um, but literally sent me an itemized list of everything I owed her over the past few years. Um, and said, I needed to pay, I needed to pay her all this money. And we were talking at that point, it was like $4,000 between everything like car tags and fixing this car and something, things I had even forgotten about that I didn't even know I was supposed to pay back. Um, and so, you know what, like, I was just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to literally, like, I borrowed the money from Justin and we were only dating at the time. We weren't married. We weren't even super serious yet. And he was willing to loan me that $4,000 just to get me out from under the situation. So I printed out the itemized bill of everything she said I owed her, wrote her a check for the exact amount, folded the check up in this fucking printout and mailed it to her. Cause yeah. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Like I, I could not imagine not supporting Nancy in going to college. You know what? I don't want her to get out of college and be in debt. Granted, I'm not gonna let. I'm not just gonna pay for everything she ever wants either. She's gonna get a job. She's gonna have a part time job, and she's, you know, she's gonna have the things that she's gonna pay for. But I don't want her to go completely into debt. I, I you know, because like I'm paying for college myself here. But you know, like you think with the amount of bitching our mom has done to us about going to college and you need to go to college, like all right, help us then. You helped our step siblings. Why not help us, you know? Um, but that's one of the big things that has always, like, rubbed me the wrong way is they are not supportive at all. Yeah. There's a price to their support, literally. Well, I mean, I think we've, we've stated it before, but I'm not sure if we stated it on the show. It's like we always feel like parents are supposed to love you unconditionally, and our parents just haven't. Yeah. There's always conditions with yeah. our um, Yeah, literally with, with mom, it's we can't be ourselves. Yeah. She she wants to only love us in the certain categories. And then with dad, he loves us, but he also hates us. <laughs> you know, it depends on which version of him you get today. Yeah. Um, 
Um, and I guess, like, you know, for a while he became a truck driver, and then he wrecked the truck. Uh, still not 100% sure he probably yeah, didn't kill people during that time. On that. I still don't know the whole story on that, but I know he did flip it. Yeah. He uh, went down like a giant ditch on 78, I think. Um, I know that he only came out with bruises. Yeah. But I think he got banned after that. Like, nobody would hire him. Yeah. Um, and then I guess we t- kind of been tiptoeing around it. We've mentioned the whole uh, fact that he wanted to change his gender. Yeah. Uh, this was when I was in high school. Um, yeah. We're talking like 1993. In, Miss- in rural Mississippi. Um, and and, and of- let's let's pause. We're obviously... We are LGBTQ, all of it, accepting. Like, we're very open-minded. I wasn't back then. Um, And I always have to kind of explain to the people that, look, if this, if I really felt that he was really transgender, I would probably feel horrible about how I treated him back then. But yeah, that's really, the simplest. Yeah, that's the simplest, that's the way, simplest to way to put it. Is that if I really felt that that's who he was or who she was or whatever, um, I really feel like I would have some apologies on that because I was. He tried to get us to call him mom, um, and he went around dressed like that and took us places. And at that age, had a ventralis done, had hormones. Yeah, um, he grew boobs. Uh, <laughs> If I really felt that was genuine, then I would feel bad about how I was as a child. But at I that mean, I can't exactly like I know now mentally like I should have been more accepting of his choices, and it wasn't that like. And I, of course, I was a good bit younger. I didn't. I would not have fully understood what was going on. But I, mean, I even I didn't because that was something that I didn't. I'm, I knew like drag queens and stuff, but I didn't know transgender until that happened like i didn't understand yeah that was absolutely but it it wasn't even that we weren't we were accepting him if that's what he wanted to do i'd say we were both somewhat accepting it was when he wanted to put us on public display yes because he would try to take us to school on purpose dressed like that i mean let's face it nobody he, wants to be, you don't want to be seen with your parents anyway i was in high school i don't want to be seen with my parents and then on top of that, for it to be rural Mississippi and him cross-dressing. There was already rumors like wildfire about it. He, I was going to join the basketball team. I was in third grade. I remember that clearly because you could try out for basketball then. I got on the team. But he said the only way I could join the team and he'd pay for my little uniform and tennis shoes was if he got to come dressed as a woman to my practices and games. Yeah. I bowed out. Because I started being bullied and already people were pointing this out to me. Were they wrong? Yeah, they were wrong. Did they know they were wrong? No. I mean, like, again, no excuse, but this was rural Mississippi. There wasn't anything open to have an open mind for, (laughs) you know, like we just just didn't have that. Yeah, we didn't know it existed, to be quite honest. Um, Yeah. But... I even had a boyfriend, I'm not going to say his name, but I had a boyfriend that said, look, I ha-, he took me aside and said, look, I have connections to the KKK. They can, I can have him taken out. And there's days when I Jesus, think. Jesus, and this is what rural life in Mississippi is yeah. like, um, <laughs> at least in the like, 90s. Yeah. And I, and what's really sad is I think back on it and I wonder like, should I have just said, okay, <laughs> like, that's terrible. But I was just like, Hmm, I don't know. But it was just, you know, like, like, like you were saying, if we really believed he was transgender um, and, and it sounds awful, but a lot of the transgender issues stem from people saying, well, if it's a male to female transition and they're going to female bathrooms, they could be predators. Yeah, I would say in this situation, this is probably the fear for the worst part. And it's not because I think his gender issues 
was the problem. I absolutely do not believe that. I think people that are transgender have gender dysmorphia, have, do not feel like themselves, and I am wholeheartedly behind them, but his was, they're, basically from what I was told, he was seeing a therapist, some, like in Atlanta or something, that told him, this is, this is all your problems, you've always wanted to be a girl. Yeah. And he went with it, and he went 100% into it, but then when he realized, like, wait a second, I'm not going to be a dude anymore. Like, literally, like, he was going to have the surgery. Uh, he was going to have gender um, reassignment. And it just kind of, like, he was still straight, but transgender. And I'm not saying that's not a possible, like, he was going to still date women, even though he um, was. Well, he wanted mom to stay with him, and she's very strict Christian, and that was never going to happen. And, you know, like, that was never going to happen. Um she was torn up about it because I really do feel that they were as dysfunctional as they are. I really do believe they loved each other. At least at some points. Yeah. Yes. Well, um, she loved dad when he was dad. Yeah. Uh, but I really believe 100% that his, um, gender issues were 100% escapism but instead of turning to drugs or alcohol or something like that he decided to make that change instead yeah and that's something to note too we've talked about all this and aside from a gambling addiction you'll be shocked to know that neither of our parents drink nor do drugs or pills for that matter yep they are straight edge i guess you could say pretty much um their shittiness is just pure mental disorder yeah but he i really truly believe that that's the issue at hand is that it was an escapism for him and when he realized it wasn't going to work out on a lot of levels like living in the south doing that and uh, when he realized that mom was going to leave him and everything, he just kind of gave it up. Yeah. It, it, I mean, the only, like, even to this day, he talks about it like, man, I was a good looking woman. And I there's mean, no, he, like. He still keeps some of the lingerie and stuff to wear around the house. Um, but at the same time, it, he, like, yeah, he really likes the feel of silky panties. So that's what he kept out of all of it. See, that's what I think. I think it's more of a kink for him. It's not really a, and I hate to say that because it's gross to say about your dad, but I think it really was more of a kink for him. Yeah. And like I said, and, and this is obviously in no way our views. I just want to keep reiterating that that is not our views on transgender. No, um, it's just any, that we outlier. know, we're, I just trust that we are close enough to this situation that we know him and we know that he is not transgender. Okay, like he did, even when he was dressing like a woman, he acted like a guy. <laughs> like he didn't, yeah. his behavior was the same. He still uh, was gross and hit on people all the time. Yeah. Um, that's, that's another whole topic of just his oh, yeah, no, inappropriateness. He, yeah. Well, I've talked a little bit about his inappropriateness, but he also would like, you know, be looking at our teenage friends and stuff. Yeah. And things, and like things he said about you, like when you were going through puberty and stuff. Yeah. He told my mother, he said he, he said he had told my mother when I started going through puberty that he wanted to be, to be able to keep an eye on me while I was developing. And that's, like a big old red flag, right? We talk about red flags in the cult episodes. Like, come on, mom. That's a pretty big red flag right there. You know? Like, yeah. and I would not have been okay with that. Because let's face it, I have enough of an attitude that if he had tried that, I would have probably flipped my shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I mean, that's the, like, I do want to mention that too. That's one thing, like, I've, I other than things dad has said that are creepy, primarily towards our friends, I don't have any memories of him being inappropriate with us sexually. Uh, that doesn't mean they I aren't there. Yeah, no, that's my big, my big thing is like, uh, 
I've told people like I, there probably are some repressed memories or something, but I don't want to know. Like everybody's like, you need to go to therapy and work that out. I'm like, nope, nope, mm-mm. don't want to know. Yeah, uh, I'm good. Yeah, I, it's just you know that's one of the things that's always been really shocking to me is not having any memories like that because he is so inappropriate about young girls and the way he ogles women like he literally can't drive down a highway without looking at women and almost running off the road i would say if he had any other addiction it'd probably be a sex addiction and yeah when he was younger he was decent enough looking that he was able to get with lots of people he cheated on our mother god knows how many times he claimed with an entire softball team uh potentially siblings in vietnam and um what is it uh denmark yeah, I really, I've got this like um, DNA test, one of the at home ones. I think I have ancestry. I really need to take that thing because I want to yes, find out their siblings. I want to, and I also want the DNA on file. So yeah. make sure you opt in for to share the DNA. Yeah, uh, because I, by I, God, I, if it's linked to any murders, yeah, that's what I'm afraid of more than anything. Everything we talk about that it, that that he's done to us, that's one thing. We, yeah, we're, we're functioning adults for the most part. Um, you know, but to know, like if they've done, if he's done something to other people, like I want him to pay for it while he's still alive. And that sounds awful. And to, you know, obviously, I mean, that's what I even told, like, I tell my own husband or like my friends, like you kill somebody, you do something fucked up. I will turn your ass in because you I'm like, I'm not okay with that. I will love you and I will support you and I want you to get better, but I will turn you in, (laughs) you know, like, um, and I'm the same way. And I have fears that he's done stuff to people, whether it's killing them, raping them, molesting, whatever he may have done. I hope that, yeah, shit, I'm going to turn that DNA in tomorrow. (laughs) you need to i'm gonna keep i'm gonna start texting you every day like have you done that yet have you done it has like so many rules like you can't eat or do this and do that for like 30 minutes and i'm like how do i not eat or drink for 30 minutes like that's my life (laughs) 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 that's all i do um but but yeah i think we had talked about what the impetus was for like us stopping having anything to do with him you know he had pretty much threatened us and stuff and then and then the final nail in the coffin was when he went to your house and punched through the window pane on your door yeah Um, so so to back up a little bit i think we we had forgotten to call him one father's day because honestly he doesn't deserve to be called for one because he had had a streak of being crazy again yeah and again i hate that I hate that word at the same time. Like, uh, but I mean, this there, there's the crazy version of him and there's him. So that's what I mean. I don't just, I don't like calling people with mental disabilities crazy um, or mental disorders and, or, um, but, but he had started being a little crazy again. He, um, he got mad at me because I wouldn't come build some bike he bought for himself that he was never going to use. I'd probably be building it to give to myself in a year when he got tired of it being in his way. But he called me on like my birthday to tell me to come build something for him. And I'm like, you know what? No, it's my fucking birthday. I don't want to come over there. I don't want to drive 30 minutes away to spend hours building something for you. Um, And he got mad at me for it. Never told me happy birthday. And then come that father's day, we didn't call him one. Nancy was with her dad. I don't, I mean, I tell him happy Father's Day when I remember, (laughs) like, uh, her own dad, like, but, you know, at the same time, like, he doesn't always tell me happy Mother's Day, so it's like, it's, it's if we remember. So, she was at her dad's that weekend, so I didn't even recognize that it was Father's Day, like, because, you know, we weren't really talking to dad, and so he shows up, like, that next week, basically ranting and raving, pissed because we didn't call him, and he deserves better and he's the world's best dad. And that's the kind of stuff he spouts when, you know, he's really the other version of himself. Um, and just is yelling at me. And I'm like, yeah, where was my call for my birthday? And he's like, I didn't call you on your birthday. Cause you didn't call me for father's day. And I'm like, dude, my birthday's in January. 
Father's Day is like what in June? I actually don't even know because that just tells you again that I don't know when Father's Day is. Um, and I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, you don't even make sense. Like, he literally doesn't even make sense sometimes. And finally, I just told him, you need to fucking leave. And then Justin yelled at him for me, too. And that's the thing. My exes previously really didn't stand up to my dad, probably because they were kind of scared shitless of him. He can be scary when he's in that. I mean, me and you were legit terrified of him. Um, It still still doesn't stop me from fucking. Yeah, it still doesn't stop us from yelling at him. But when we're sitting at home alone and you hear a truck slowly driving by your house, that's your immediate thought. Oh, God, it's him. He found me. You know, like, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, we both stand up for ourselves when we're in front of him. But it's that ever growing fear he's going to show up on you um i actually almost got the last time i physically saw him i actually almost got physical with him myself yeah uh james had to fucking stop me because that's when he was threatening to try to get you fired and i basically leaped up off the couch and like jumped at him and i was like get the fuck out of my house (laughs) but yeah so after that father's day occasion we actually didn't hear from him for a good while. Yeah. Um, so we're talking Father's Day, skipping to Nancy's next birthday, which was like her 11th birthday. So that's how long this has been. Nancy's 15 now. Um, it was her 11th birthday. You had just texted me that you were on the way and we lived right down the road from each other. So someone's at the door. I just open it. That's not normal for me. So I had a little curtain in the door and I normally peek out to see who it is specifically because of him. Uh, and just strangers but because you had texted you were on your way just a few minutes before i assumed it was you so i opened the door now it's my fault i didn't even know that part (laughs) yeah so i opened the door and i'm like god damn it and so i immediately started shutting again shutting it again and so he starts pushing the door and i'm like you need to fucking leave do not be here today do not pull this shit and so he starts yelling me it's my grandbaby she wants to see me and i'm like oh my god why don't you get it you know, I always think that, but I know he he does not think that way. So I start shoving the door and I'm trying to close it because he's pushing up against it. And I finally got it closed and locked and he punches through two of the three panes of the window. And so I call the cops because I'm like, that's it. You know, he's breaking windows. He's trying to punch through to us. He is screaming outside my door. So I call the cops and because he's who he is. He just starts, he rubs his bloody hand down my car and he just sits there and waits for the cops to come. And he tells them that it was my fault that I shoved the door into his hand. I'm like, okay, so why was your hand in a fist shape in two different panes of my window? Mm, Okay. Um, So he tells them the sob story, talks about being a vet and does this, that, and the other. And like sends an ambulance to take him to the hospital to fix his hand. And, and leave his truck there, which I thought was really fucked up. Yeah, they left, let let him move his truck out of the driveway into the front of our yard. Because we lived right in Tupelo at the time. Um, let him leave his truck there. And so, obviously, my faith in the police is gone. Because they didn't listen to a word I said. When I pulled the police report, I had... Because I, I got a protection order against him. They wouldn't let me get a restraining. But they let me do a protection order. Uh, which is like a domestic protection order, usually in the case of parents and children, which is still this case, but it's more like a household, a domestic dispute type situation. So I've got the police report pulled and sure enough, they had written primarily what he had said. And so I just, I remember like crying at the police place. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This makes it look like it's my fault that I'm the one that shut his hand in the door. Yeah, and then even though he's the one on my property, and obviously his fist shaped in two of the panes of glass, you know, like, are you kidding me? And he, he went and got his truck in the middle of the night. Nancy was screaming, like, because Nancy's dad and his wife and their kids were there. I mean, we were just having a quiet it pizza party her, for her it, birthday. Yeah, it ruined her birthday for her, and she yeah. always remembers that. Yeah, she she had she knew what was going on enough because, like I said, she was eleven. She knew enough to be a little bit scared of him that she grabbed her sister's 
um, you know, her stepsister and her younger half sister, and she took them in her room and hid. Uh, mm. I, actually, I think they went in the bathroom. Um, but that she was scared enough that she went in the bathroom and hid. I can't tell you how many times I've hidden somewhere away from him. Like, yeah. he'll come to our house, whether we're there or not, and he will literally bang on every window and door. Yeah. Because he thinks you're hiding from him. Because I think I've talked about it too. When I lived next door to him, he would even wake us up. Daniel was working nights and he would wake us up because he wanted to use our internet. Like he would knock on the door and we wouldn't answer. So he'd come to our bedroom and bang and scream until we got up. Like how yeah. fucked up is that? Um, until I finally told him no. And then he slapped me and then I tried to file a police report and that didn't work. Because yeah. it was, they said, it's a family problem. That's your problem. That's between y'all. Um, and I tried to get a restraining order. And the judge told me no, because dad had went up there before me and told them that I was on drugs. Yeah. And that, and that was the Not one true. thing. It's yeah. never been true. Yeah. With the protection order, that was the one saving grace I had with the justice system. The, the lady judge that we saw when the protection order was going to be dropped she recognized his issues immediately and yeah. she told him she was like in no uncertain terms sir she said she does not want you at her house just because this protection order is going to expire you do not go to her house she will call the cops you will be arrested next time do not go to her house she is telling you right now you're not allowed you do not go to her house and this lady, I mean, she pulled me aside, too. And she's like, look, I know it's hard to care about your father because he is like this. She's like, but if you do care at all, you need to get him help. And I just told her, I was like, look, he's been seeking help since I was a child. And he doesn't stick to it. He has yeah, checked no, himself into escaped, mental hospitals. from a mental hospital. Like, yeah. He, uh, hell, he, he had a brain tumor and broke himself out of a hospital, out of a VA hospital before. Like, there's, that's the big, I think that's the thing that keeps me terrified of him, why I still have nightmares to this day, even though he doesn't know where I live. Like, I have nightmares of him to this day because I know he can do anything he wants. It's He's true. Always He's always there. gotten away with doing whatever he wants because everybody fears him. Even the cops here fear him. Um, and that we had had to call the cops on him when he was still uh, cross-dressing because he was trying to commit suicide. Um, and he locked himself in the bathroom with a gun. And I had to call the cops for that. They didn't want to be there because they were freaked out by him in general. You know, like they didn't want to be there. Yeah. Well, speaking from recent experience, a lot of times when there's a gun involved, they just they won't go in. Yeah. Um, they just pretty much stood outside the window and talked to him. That's pretty much yeah, all they did. That's really all they'll do, uh, unfortunately, because you don't know if it's a danger to just self or potentially to others if things go awry. And I get it. But like but like you said, they've always been afraid of him. He has had run-ins. Like he was arrested because he like slammed that dude's hand in the door and like beat him, beat the crap out of him when when Uncle Steve was in prison. Like uh, like he's had arrests. He's had countless things brought against him from us as childhood. Cause I mean, you've gotten, you've complained to counselors when we were kids about them. They've checked into them. Like he's done things that's gotten yeah, him in trouble. The, I don't know what it's called. I forget DHS or something like that yeah. got called because CPS. I had come CPS, whatever y'all call it, wherever you are. Um, they had been called on me when I was like um, ninth or 10th grade, I think. Uh, and for a while there, it actually kept them from doing anything to me because it scared them. But the emotional abuse got worse because then they were like, fuck you for telling on us, you know, mom too. Mom did it too. Um, yeah. they were like, fuck you for telling on us. Like, maybe we should just let them put you in foster care where you're going to get it worse. Um, so they kept threatening me with foster care. Yeah. Uh, I think I, and, and I mean, all of the everything we're describing obviously through our 30 and 40 years of life, there could have been a lot more things happening. I know that there's people out there that have been beaten with an inch of their life every single day of their childhood. 
And I get that we are lucky in some ways, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, it's just hard to yeah. that way when it's your situation. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the fact that I would say the mental abuse is by far more scarring than any of the ever, other um, stuff they Yeah. Did. And then, in my case, I don't know if you remember any of this stuff, but after there there was an attempted rape when I was 11. Um, but when the when my dad came home and he's actually what stopped it from happening because my dad got home and the guy realized, "Oh shit, I'm about to get in trouble." And he basically escaped out my window and run off. Um, and it was somebody I knew. But I did not willingly let him in the house. We were just, I was actually riding my bike that day. Um, and I got cornered and held down and he started removing my clothes. And then dad came home and my dad saw him jump out the window. And I didn't even know what the word rape meant uh, at that point in my life. I really didn't. I know that sounds dumb. I was like 11. I didn't know what rape was. I vaguely knew a little bit about sex and stuff, but I didn't know what rape was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but dad started slut shaming me after that happened because he assumed that I had a boy over there willingly doing something and he didn't know what we did, but I was disheveled because this guy was trying to take off my clothes basically and hold me down. Yeah. Cause um, he was like 14, wasn't he? He, yeah, he was a, a year or two older than me. Yeah. Um, basically, he see, he saw the boy escape from the room. He did not ask me what happened. He assumed that I had done something willingly. And from that, that day forward, he called me things like slut, you know, pretty much on a regular basis. Yeah. Uh, and I don't, like I said, I don't know if you remember that because I, you were like two when that happened. Yeah. Um, no. So that was, that fucked up my life too, because I didn't understand because he was blaming me for what happened, but I didn't know how to tell him any different either. You no. Know? Yeah. Uh, so that's I mean, Yeah. I like, that's the thing with me is like. They, they never really talk to us. Again, we talked about them being kind of cold and, but they really didn't try to get to know us and they really didn't talk to us. Like, hell, the fact that we were straight A students was only on us. They didn't help with homework. They weren't even there a lot of the times. And, th- and that's another thing. We're telling you all these stories, right? And it doesn't sound like a lot for our whole lifetime. But when you think about the fact that they were almost never home, and then it's when basically they, when they then, were, they were shitty. Yeah. And I mean, with that, it was always walking on eggshells because it, like, I, I think I've mentioned this too before, but like, you know, he would do so, he would get mad over something he did himself and then take it out on me. Yeah. Like he would drop a jar of pickles on the floor and he made me clean it up. And if I gave him any sass on it, he would just fucking do the fist on my head or whatever, you know, that kind of shit. Like he just, there was always, he was kind of like the Hulk. It's like, imagine trying to tiptoe around making that person turn into the Hulk. Yeah. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. That's a great way to describe it. Really? Like you just didn't know. And I, and I don't know. It's just, no, it's like once, once our parents were divorced, like I, we fucking, were ecstatic when they split up and of course that's when things got really weird for me you were already gone um i think well, i was then, nine. Oh, there, and then there was the time when dad stole mom's car <laughs> oh, oh jesus oh man i forgot about that yeah, yeah when they when they split up like mom had had us on like an, a housing authority like waiting list for a house for like a freaking year and she was waiting for us to get on that approval list to serve him with divorce papers and I remember getting pulled out of class like fourth grade class one day and my mom was just like this is it it's the day she pulled me out of class said say bye to everybody had a moving truck there we loaded that shit up and we left and that's when she started some of the 
some of her worst mental abuse for me was the the fear she fed in me about our dad. Yeah. Now, obviously. A long a time, lot- she, yeah. Cause I, for a long time she had you scared to go over there. And I mean, part of that, she, I mean, yes, part of that is a basis in reality, but it really wasn't her place to do that. Yeah. She told me he was going to kidnap me or kill me. And if I saw him, I should run and scream and call the cops. Uh, she literally had me scared to death. I remember he finally figured out where we were because that that's uh, that's one of his many powers. When I say he can do anything he wants, he can literally he will find us. That's he has always done that. He figured out where we were. Uh, he just and, heard he just heard y'all lived on the lake. Yeah, that yeah and, that was that wasn't even this time. This was when we lived in that little community. Like he figured out where we lived and even knew. I played in the backyard. It didn't have a fence. So he pulled up like, cause we lived on a corner, but there was a house behind us and they had lived on a corner too. Like it was, it was just kind of a grid setup. He pulled up into their backyard, parked there and started approaching me from across the backyard to get to me. And I saw him coming luckily and ran inside screaming, hid in the bathroom, crying, called mom, called, you know, like, yeah. was fucking scared out of my mind because she had convinced me he w- I was going to die if I saw him again. Yeah. But while that's not a completely unfounded, right? We've obviously told everybody that we've talked about enough that we're scared for our lives from him, right? And, and I mean, he has actually threatened our lives many, ca- yes, many times. Many occasions, especially my current husband. Um, but more than anything, like... For some reason, he still thinks James is on his side. Uh, So he hasn't threatened James yet. Yeah. But the kicker in that situation, why I kind of call it mental abuse, is that when when my mom started dating again, she didn't have a babysitter. So she started making me go over there. She got full custody of me. I didn't have to go over there. She was scot-free. She got full custody. End of story. when she started dating, she started wanting to take me over there every other weekend. Yeah. And I remember the first time she wanted to take me over there, I literally cried the entire way because I was so scared. It had been like a good freaking year since I had seen dad at that point, And I was scared out of my mind. Like I thought I was going to die and I couldn't understand why she would want to send me there. But then she was like, oh, it's going to be fine. You can call me at any time. He's not going to hurt you. Yeah. Like, that's a far cry from what the shit you've been telling me for the past year or so. You know, like, and I think some of my still built-in fear of him comes from that. Oh, from no. what it's, she's told me. It's legitimate, though. I mean, I I still don't think it's her place to badmouth him like she did. Yeah. But- at the same time, it could actually be concerned because he was dangerous and is dangerous, yeah. even, even though he's old and decrepit now. Because even now, he's he he gets around with the cane most of the time now because he's had several strokes, I believe. Um, but he's actually shown up in a cab to our uncle's house and started hitting him and his wife with a cane. Like, he's not a nice person. Um, and I know hey, some of our 70. family... He's 72 now. Wow. Yeah. And he will never die because. No. And, and part of me still too, what I struggle with even more than the fear now is the fear of what happens when he dies. What I, I always what, have this fear that he's going to die there alone and then not be found for a while. That scares yeah. me a lot too, because he really yeah. doesn't have friends or anything like he's, ruined every relationship he's ever had the only relationship that he's really kept is uncle steve this whole time and again i think that's out of fear and it's on and off again because they yeah. still go through faces yeah because then because then uncle steve was yelling at us over a post you put on facebook and this was after the cane beating yeah it's like why are you defending him when he beat you with a cane i don't understand that but he's like he's it's really a physical and mental issue like you need to forgive yeah him. i think he was trying to blame it on something 
about back when he had that brain tumor that it's something to do with like no he's always been a dick <laughs> no, I'm like that doesn't explain the 20 years prior to that that he was shitty you know like yeah. uh, um and he's stolen money from uncle steve i don't know all the exact details because i've just only heard this stuff kind of second hand through the years but he made several real estate deals off the record with our uncle and our uncle gave him money and then dad just pretty much reneged on the deal you know yeah basically took the money spent it and then came back and kicked him out yeah so that's happened more than once that he's gotten money from our uncle and then went back on the deal um so yeah it's just it's crazy i guess we need to probably wrap this up do you realize how long we've been talking yeah it's definitely a (laughs) two-parter well if i split it it won't have a list though so it might not be one, one, one half won't have a list. That's fine. Okay. I'm fine with that. That just means we get to be lazy next week. Yeah. We'll get ahead on research. Okay. So next week won't have a list, but then I'll have to renumber the list because the lists are numbered. Anyway. That's fine. It's fine. Um, I'll do it for Or we you. can just record a list separate. <laughs> yeah. For next, and then just insert it for next week. Yeah. Anyway. Um. That won't take but a few minutes, hopefully. But yeah, um, and I mentioned in other episodes how we think that he is possible. He may have killed or done other things that are bad because of just things he said through the years. Like, like one of my favorites is when he told me, you know, that one of the best ways to get rid of a body is tilling the body up and putting it into your garden while mm-hmm. he was standing in his seven acres of garden. Yeah. And then we always jokingly say that there's probably bodies in the pond, except it's like jokingly only halfway. <laughs> We're like, yeah. maybe there are bodies in the pond. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, our dad, I feel sorry for him because he's probably going to die alone in yeah. his house by himself. Yeah, like I said, that's one of my biggest things is like, that's his last hurrah of saying, fuck you, is he's, if he dies alone we don't reconcile he's gonna know that's going to torment us in some way the rest of our lives yes and i was gonna say that's why i made up with mom because my husband knows that i have fears about that and so he said you need to make up with your mother he's like you don't have to talk about it you don't have to you know have a resolution to it but you need to at least try to have her back in your life in some form because I don't feel like it'll ever be quite the same. You know what I mean? Because I still don't. We don't. I try not to talk about anything really outside of just chit chat with her. You know? Yeah. Like, so it's like, but my husband knew that it was going to eat at me if something happened to her before we made up. And so that's why he encouraged me to do so. And I, yeah. And I mean, I even, I have like bad dreams about dad all the time. Yeah. Some to where I'm like paralyzed when I wake up because I can't tell if it was real or not. Um, but like, that's when talked about that on the show. Like, but yeah, I have nightmares about him. Like once, at least once a week or so. Yeah, you know? I have a lot more dreams now where I try to find a safe way to get to him to have him committed. <laughs> so that's well, it's like my body's having, trying to balance. Having, your dreams having resolutions for you. Yeah, uh, and, and I wish there was a way that I could safely get him put somewhere. You know, right? Yeah. Like you and I have slightly researched it, but the like. It, but see the people the thing that people don't understand is that he can literally get away with anything um and he also is spiteful uh he will not just let it go if we do that he's going to come for us and our family yeah. he is spiteful he will find a way to he'll probably use that paperwork we signed to get him committed to find us you know like that's yeah he'll, that's he'll escape from the did. place yeah he like i don't want any paperwork connecting me to him yeah. Like he doesn't know where I live now. He doesn't know where you live. I I will never forgive someone if they ever gave away where we lived either. Because I 
it, I just can't. I can't deal with that fear of him showing up and busting my doors in, or God forbid, he somehow get a gun. Or, hell, I don't even know if he may own a gun. But that's some of those unknowns. It's been so long now. It, anything can happen. All all my dreams involve him shooting me and or my family. Yeah. And I've never even really seen him with a gun. So, yeah. like, I mean, I know that there was a situation with him in the bathroom with a gun. But I just vaguely remember the situation, not actually him with a gun. Like, I've never even seen him hold a gun. Um, yeah. So, like, it's not necessarily, like... A, a sensible fear right but that's just my fear I'm not comfortable with guns I'm like a I have a healthy respect for guns I'm not going to use one or try using one and, uh, until I've learned properly so I have a healthy fear <laughs> and respect for guns and that's part of it too but like I I cannot let myself get involved with any of that process because I just don't want to be connected to them I know that those processes we would have to, you know, give testimony or, you know, just in, in, in any way, like tell them where he lives, fill out paper. Like I don't want to be connected at all. Yeah. I don't want I him do. to die alone, but at the same time you make the bed, you lay in. Yeah. And, okay. and that's what Justin tells me. He's like, you can't feel guilty for this. It is not your fault. He's done it to himself. And I'm like, that doesn't mean I won't when he dies. And that's the biggest thing. I will cry. I joke about um, his death a lot. And that's terrible. I know, but I will tell people like, you know, I'm only showing up to his funeral to see, make sure he's really fucking dead. Like stuff like that. But I really will cry when he dies. Yeah. Because I do care on some level and I want, and I, part of me, I will always wish that, that our parents will be better yeah you know there's always that desire like i guess you just never give up that desire for their love and approval that you're supposed to have yeah you know like that you i guess that's just something that's ingrained in people you want them to care whether they do or not um i wish there was something that could be done if 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 his trouble really was physical why isn't he fixed yet yeah exactly um i guess we need to just call it a day and do the list and i guess the list will be on next week because i just thought about that because it'll be be the end yeah Yeah, our shout outs bana bana i played a video game with bana this week i played phasmophobia friday night with her it was fun that's cool poor bana like we played the first round and both me and justin died and she got left alone with the ghost (laughs) and then she was killed too (laughs) so We failed first try, um, but that was fun. Um, I also wanted to shout out because I'm in the middle of watching the Cecil Hotel seri- mini series thing on Netflix uh, about like Eliza Lamb and other deaths and weird shit that's happened at that hotel. It's really good. I recommend it. Yeah, I also want to shout out to Mountain Dew Major Melon. It's not as good as it should be. <laughs> Just so you know. I didn't even know it existed. So when I saw it, I had to. Yeah. I had to try it. And I was sadly disappointed. Okay. And I gave credit and I gave credits to Satan for this episode. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, hope you've enjoyed our (laughs) listening to us talk about our childhood trauma. Uh and there's a lot of stuff I'm pretty sure we've forgotten. Just oh no, there's, there's a lot because you can't possibly tell every, your entire life story or or his yeah. life story either. Yeah. It's just not possible. We would it would be 11 million hours. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of a little summary of some stuff that's happened through the years and enjoy. And now we're going to move on to the list. So if you're not Alternate interested in that. Eggs. Alternate endings. We um, talked so long that I'm losing my voice. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that my husband's bored and annoyed, probably because he's just yeah. gonna have to sit here in the background quietly. All right, top five Disney movies. Yes, and we are not just doing cartoons. We're doing we're just doing Disney, Disney movies. Movie. Number five for you, Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> number five for you, that's, that is a good one <laughs> number five for me is xenon girl of the 21st century 
Oh, nice. I included <laughs> Disney original, Disney Channel original movies. I oh. love that movie so much. I still listen to the Zoom 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 song, Supernova Girl. They're like, interplanetary megastellar hydrostatic. There's no gravity between us. Our love is automatic. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Maybe hot go boom, boom. Yeah, I just. And now I'm just. That now was I'm literally just, off the top of my head. And now I'm like, yay. Now sing the Pete and Pete song. Um, If we're going retro. Um, <laughs> Number four for you. Watcher in the Woods. And this, I guess yeah. I do have to say a few words on this one. The other ones are probably not going to need any. Yeah. Any talk. Because everybody knows them. But Watcher in the Woods is like a horror movie. That was made in what, like the seventies or eighties? Yeah, I think so. Um, and we both really love it. We watched it when we were kids, and it still actually holds up. It's it's still creepy. Uh, it's actually didn't we talk creepy. about it slightly last week when we were talking about the movies we've seen a bajillion times? And we yeah, did that. Yeah, I think we I think we brought that up. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's mine. Number four for me is Robin Hood. Oh, nice. And the. And you sent me that picture last week, like, tell me you can't hear pictures. And it was like, dude, 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 dude. But yeah, like, the biggest thing, like, I saw this list one time. It was like things that people find hot that they shouldn't. And it was like, one of them on the list was, we should not be this attracted to a an animated fox. <laughs> and I died because I was like, no joke. I thought he was really cute when I was a kid. <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Anyway, number three for you. Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> no explanation needed. Robin yep. Williams. Yeah. Aladdin was fucking smoking too. Like, yeah. I think he was on that same list, like being attracted to cartoon characters. He, his, he was voiced by that the guy from Full House. Steve like from Full Steve. House. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're number three. Jungle Book. Oh, dang. I have some Jungle Book stuff for sale in my shop. <laughs> I still haven't seen the live action one. I don't know. I don't know. I need to get around to it one day. Um, it's not. I mean, the live action ones are not as good, obviously. Yeah. But like fucking Christopher Walken as King Louis is the best. <laughs> yeah, that's the. <laughs> and I say I the best in the best in the worst way. <laughs> Like it's Christopher Walken, just imagine it, and it's it's fucking crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, that's all. Yeah. So number two for you, Little Mermaid. Yeah. That another one we saw eight thousand million times, yeah. and I had, to, and the worst part is I had to see it with you a thousand million times, and then your daughter got obsessed with it when she was like three. Yeah. <laughs> she watched it every day. Yeah. Yeah. So, number two for number two for me, Aladdin. (laughs) Number one for you, yes, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah, always. Yeah, it's the library. That's that's my explanation. It's just the library. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, that's still my fantasy library. Always. Uh, Uh, Number. Little Mermaid. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. All right. What's your honorable mentions? Snow White, Alice in Wonderland, Jungle Book, and all the Pixar movies. Even though we'll probably do a separate list for that. Yeah. Um. So my honorable mentions. The first three again are Disney Channel original movies because that's a lot. Like I watched that a lot when I was in I'm, high school. Okay. I skipped school a lot. I'm honestly, I gotta say though, I'm honestly surprised that Escape from Witch Mountain is not in your list. Oh, I, I'm not. That's not all of my honorable mentions. Just saying. Okay. So, but yeah, like I spent a lot of time skipping school and just watching the Disney Channel, like watching like uh, Lizzie McGuire and the Wiggles a lot. So I watched a lot of these Disney Channel original movies over and over again in the early 2000s. So I've got Brink on the list, which had Eric Von Denton, who was in everything back then. Um, it was like a skateboarding rollerblading movie. Um, then there was one called Punks that actually has like teenager Jessica Alba in it. Weird. <laughs> Where they like get together and, and they like 
their dad works for some big corporation and there's some sort of espionage going on and they break into the place to help save the dad. I don't know, something stupid. Um, then I have Halloween Town. Oh, yeah. That's my shit. I love that one. Um, all right, that's it for the Disney Channel original movies. Um, Escape from Witch Mountain, the 1975 one, not this trash that came out in the past oh. year. I actually don't know if it's trash. I just refused to watch it because The Rock was in it. Nothing against The Rock. I just thought, no, that's not Escape to Witch Mountain. No, thanks. Um, uh, then Snow White. Um, she's one of my favorite princesses. I love Ariel, but goddamn Snow White is just bomb. And we had it like, on VHS. Yeah, we had it on VHS. Her voice is so cool. Like, it's not particularly like the best. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. I remember like trying to sing that song like to the best of my abilities as a kid. Um, Beauty and the Beast and Lion King. And and like you said, like all Pixar movies are really good. Um, I actually just, I don't really choose to watch cartoons anymore. And like, I kind of get a lot of shit for that in my household. Cause like Jacob yeah, and Camille love and watching. <laughs> a lot of people give me shit about that because like, I don't, I don't, I haven't watched Adventure Time or Steven Universe or, family guy like there's a lot of that stuff that i just don't watch because it just doesn't interest me necessarily so it's kind of the same with pixar movies i'll watch them with my family like once and i appreciate them and i think they're really good but it's not it's just not in my category of rewatch um but the i'll just say the one recently that i really liked was onward and i've actually oh, contemplated yeah, letting them make me watch it again um, yeah. i really liked it but it was also like D D, and like justin was just like you almost cried over a fucking van. <laughs> you know, like, how can you say Onward wasn't good? Why won't you rewatch it? And I'm just like, it's just, it's just not for me to rewatch yeah. cartoons, really. Every freaking um, Pixar movie makes me fucking cry. I yeah, I mean, for real. Like, Up is probably one of my other favorites out of all the Pixar. Toy yeah. Story was really the Those first. Those first few minutes, man, they get you. Every yeah. time. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. We should end this. <laughs> okay, the end. Bye bye, everybody. Bye. If I can figure.